Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Let there be Sarah. Let there be Boyer. Let there be Clint. Let there be sports. Let there be rock. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint on a Wednesday already. My God, is the week flying by for you guys like it is for me? No, not at all. Uh oh. (laughs) Well, I'm having fun. (laughs) Hey, I got to tell you something. I. My buddy Dana from Dana Logs and Roofing is a big fan of KGB, and he's listened to DSC for years. And let me tell you something. Yesterday, he called me on the phone, and this is a testament to you guys. He said, you know, I got to tell you, dude, I thought it would take a lot longer for a new crew to sound like they've been together for years. I was like, whoa, what a compliment that is, whether it's true or not, whether he's drinking or not. It's a nice compliment. (laughs) That is very nice of you to say, Dana. We really appreciate that. We feel it. It's nice to hear that you feel it as well. All right, so you may have done Chip dirty. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm curious because, boy, you're, you're alone, so you don't have to worry about when you watch a certain TV show. Right. Although I have been in that sort of a TV partnership. Oh, okay. When you have a show together. Yeah. You know, it's that old, that old kind of rule. You do not watch that show. If you are watching a, a show with your partner, you do not watch it without them. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. Chip and I barely watch TV together at all because our schedules are so opposite. On morning, he works nights. And then on the weekends, um, by the time we get the kids to bed, maybe we have a show or two. We can sneak in before we're exhausted. So the one show that we watched together last year was White Lotus, season one of White Lotus. And we watched every episode together and we finished it together. And then... Season two of White Lotus came out, and we didn't talk about if we were going to continue watching it together or not, and I never have time to watch TV ever, so when I got the flu in December, and I was bedridden for days. I remember how bad you were. It was horrible. I, you know, I just thought he was gone at work all day, kids were at school, whatever, so I binged the entire season of White Lotus 2 by myself in bed without him. And it was only, I don't know, a week or two ago, he mentioned it, wanting to watch it. And I was like, oh, it's so good, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, wait, you watched the whole thing without me? And I was like, well, yeah, you you haven't mentioned it or anything. And I'll watch it again with you. And it's almost like he's turned off now. He doesn't want to watch it again with me. Even though I will watch the entire thing with him again, he can't get past it that I watch it without him. I got to be honest. I'm a little bitch about that, too. Same exact thing happened with a different series. And my wife did the exact same thing. And she goes, no, I'll watch it again. I'm like, no, 
You've already watched Why? it. Why? Because well, you want to experience it new together. But even me telling you it's so worth it. This season was so good. I will watch every single episode with you again. I'll no. be your companion and sit there and watch it with you. Why? No, no, because it's the difference of two virgins experiencing their first lovemaking <laughs> on a glorious wedding night together. Or some guy losing his cherry with an old hooker, uh, you know. On Army Payday. It's and that extreme. That stuff's pretty tore up by the time you get there at 11.30 at night. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really a different thing. And now I'm worried that he won't watch it because he's kind of, he's not saying he's butthurt, but I can just tell because every time I suggest to watch it, he passes or goes on something totally different. And I'm like, no, please don't miss out on how good this season was. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. just watch it. But he won't do it yet. Well, I'm a good wingman to Chip right now because I'm with you, brother. I'm <laughs> with you. I think the guys in the room were two for two on this. Ugh. If your marriage is in trouble over television shows, maybe you should not be influencing your friends to show up to a shotgun wedding. Oh, it's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. If you've got friends or anyone you know, maybe it's you yourself. On Valentine's Day, Sarah, I'm so excited about this. Seriously, we are going to be at the Shout House downtown. Uh, Doors open at 7 o'clock for a couple of hours. The entire morning show. And you could get married in an unforgettable way. Yeah, the Shout House is going to marry eight couples that night. And we're helping pick the stories. So just enter your story, 101kgb.com slash wedding. Tell us your love story. We're going to narrow them down. And then you are going to help um, get yourself selected by telling your friends and family to vote for you. Because that's how we're ultimately going to pick the grand prize winning couple. Going to get a hotel, limo stay, drinks and dinner. A whole tab picked up for you. Flower girls. Flower girls, wedding coordinators, all the stuff. We're going to get taken care of for you. 101kgb.com slash wedding. They were abandoned by their radio parents. They're lost, scared, and in need of attention. Won't you help? Just four hours of listening a day will set them on the right path. The KGB Morning Show with Sarah Boyer, Clint, and Big Rich. One one five KGB. It is mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. San Diego Sports seven sixty. Big Rich TD and Fletch. That's the show across the hall. But right now, it's time for sports. Yeah, and out of the NBA, the Los Angeles Lakers fell to the Clippers last night. One thirty three, one fifteen final. The Clippers led wire to wire in this one. LeBron James though becomes the first player ever in the history of the association to score forty points against all 30 NBA teams in the 46-point effort last night. So the Clippers improved to 26-24. and 24. Lakers fall to 22-26. and 26. And this stinks, but you got to talk about it because it's impactful for Major League Baseball. Mike Clevenger, who's a starting pitcher, just signed with the Chicago White Sox earlier this offseason, is under investigation allegedly for violating Major League Baseball's domestic violence policy. Clevenger was most recently a member of the San Diego Padres is being accused of several acts of domestic violence and child abuse, including throwing chewing tobacco spit on a screaming infant and choking the mother of his child. No so way. really, really <clears throat> awful stuff. But um, but yeah, again, he was a Padre last season. He's uh, It's an investigation. These are allegations. So everybody takes pause to figure out what happened before they move on. 
I that's what's that's going fair. on. I guess yeah. that's fair. Can't judge. Yeah. But doesn't uh, Major League Baseball have a ch- little bit of a recent history of overreacting? Like there was that girl who wanted rough sex from the, oh, was it a Dodgers pitcher? Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. And they found basically no reason that she, they say she made up the story. Well, so, yeah, there were... And he's still out, isn't he? He is. He I, And, well, he was suspended up until a point, and then the Dodgers just flat out released him. So he is he is able to play next season for whatever of the 30 franchises in Major League Baseball want to sign him. Uh, so we'll see where he lands next season, if he lands anywhere. But he's a talented pitcher, and at, at least for now, the the process in the civil courts is still ongoing but in terms of the investigation and suspension that's been that's been passed over yeah we were just talking about how i did my husband dirty by watching an entire season two of a series we were watching together without him oh, oh. <laughs> Not okay, right? stepped way over the boundaries i know I, I guess I can I can admit fault to that one, but didn't you have some drama? Don't you have a hard time picking series to watch with your wife? And anyways, oh yeah, yeah, we can't we can't find anything to watch together. <laughs> anything like she wants to watch like bubblegum pop like rom com movies yes. where it's like oh you know the girl she's always the bridesmaid and she just she's a little nerdy but. <laughs> She gets a makeover, and then, well, all of a sudden, one of the groomsmen wants her, and she's not sure. You know? <laughs> wow! And, and, th- and then, and then, I want to watch like let's let's take a deep dive on the Gambino family. Yeah, like, I want to find out what's going on with the Italian mafia, circa 1970 New York. This we is perfect, though. Yeah, you don't ever want to watch the same shows together. It's a divergent experience in your house. It is. Wonderful. That's why That's you're great. not married. That's why you're no, not married. No, there is, there is. I did miss having Chip with me this entire season. Do you guys have any series at L that you're watching together right now? There, there, well, I will give you one complete trash show that we, we love. It's called Love is Blind. Have you guys seen this show on no, Netflix? No, I refuse. I love cheesy stuff, but that is oh. even too oh. ridiculous for me. You're into it? Oh my goodness! Yeah, it is the worst show in the world, <laughs> and we both really enjoy it. So basically, contestants walk into pods, never meet each other, and then the goal is to get hitched by the end of the show. I've seen it. You've you've seen it? One episode. Oh, I, and it, I dropped it. Oh, and it gets way worse from there. It gets way worse. Yeah, I I don't know. Love is blind. Love needs a seeing eye dog for that show. Uh, Can I please give you your man card back if you watch these couple of shows? You must watch Yellowstone together. Oh, she was just talking about it. Is it any good? Oh, my God. All right. Okay, there's characters you hate in the beginning that you love in the end and vice versa. Interesting. Then there's 1923, which is the prequel. It's one of two. Amazing. Okay. And you got to be watching King of Tulsa with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, my God, about a mobster, 25 years in prison, doesn't rat on the mob, and he thinks he's going to get the keys to the kingdom. They send him to Tulsa. It's amazing. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go to Anne with those requests. I'm, I'm sure we'll just end up on Mother's Point again. Yeah. <laughs> KGB Mornings, Sarah Boyer, Clint... Guys, remember yesterday when Big Rich, our sports reporter, was talking about how had a crush on a high school gym teacher, graduates, meets her at a bar, they have drinks just by chance, and then he ends up doing the deed. The, 
the year after he graduated. Yeah. He, yeah, he hooked up with, I think it was his PE teacher or something like that. Yeah, his gym teacher. Mm-hmm. Yep. And asked him off the air afterwards, you know, were you expecting that at all that evening? He said, no, but it had always been a fantasy of mine. I thought, oh, okay. So it reminded me of something that I piped up yesterday and mentioned off the air. And Sarah says, you're talking about that on the radio. <laughs> uh, this is crazy. I cannot believe that you heard this. Well, yeah. So some years ago, not at my wife's current high school. Honey, if you're driving to work, I apologize. I don't even know if she knows about this. But we were standing there and I said my goodbyes. It was a school function. She walked around the corner and I heard two young guys. They did not see me. They did not see me standing there. And when you say young guys, how old are high we talking? High schoolers, probably 15, oh, 16. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so I hear one of them go, ooh, that Miss Greenway, she's hot. And the other one goes, dude, I've whacked it to her so many times. <gasps> wow. All right. I did nothing because what would I do? They didn't say it to me. They didn't know I was there. So I just stood there for a second, like soaking this all in. I know my wife's hot. But to hear those words were so surreal. I know you're looking at me yeah. like, did you? Okay, so you stopped. Did you freeze so you could hear more? If they were going to go on and continue and say more, were you were you totally stopped in your tracks to I, hear what they were saying? Yeah, I stopped in my tracks, and the other kids seemed to be a little more mellow. He's like, yeah, dude, I get that. Oh my gosh! And how did you feel? Did you smile? Did you smirk? Did you get pissed? What were your initial reactions <sighs> to overhearing that? Okay, so shock was the first thing because it's my wife you're talking about. And I almost turned around or walk around the corner, but I thought, whoa, 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 freeze. This was not intentionally disrespectful. He didn't say it to her. He didn't know I was there. So I stopped myself and I went, hmm. And I got in my car, did what I was going to do, drove away. And probably about a half hour later down the freeway, I started laughing out loud because I thought I would have thought the same damn thing. (laughs) And I mean, that's kind of, you know, you married the hot teacher. Look at you. But did you you just say you don't know if Christy knows this? You did not tell your wife this story. What am I going to say? Your boys whack it to you in high school. I mean, you know. (laughs) Okay, I guess that's good. Actually, I guess you don't want to point out the fact that one of her students is doing this. So she never has to. Think about it or wonder which one or confront them in class again. Why not? I mean, if some chick walk up to uh, uh, me and said, hey, listen, I paddled the pink canoe to you last night. Okay, thank you. (laughs) No guy is insulted by this. Why are chicks bothered by this? If she is their teacher and knew this was happening, can you imagine she'd be worried about every single grade she gave them? Probably, uh uh-oh, are they going to think that... Did I score them too high or am I scoring them too low? There are so many different ways this could go wrong. How would she be able to confront them or look at them in class or do anything? I mean, I agree with Sarah on this. It's like, how do you handle this? I mean, I guess there's no wrong way to handle it the way you feel because you just feel the way you feel. However, I just realized I may have never told her this personally. Instead, we're telling San Diego. So that's absolutely huge problem with students not paying attention in schools. I think hot teachers, sexy teachers, stripper teachers, that's what we need in America oh, yeah, to make this a great country one more time. Yeah, they're going to hear everything that stripper teacher's saying. I'm sure of it. Boyer for president. Thank you. <laughs> From DSC to DOA. If they're alive. I think they are. The KGB Morning Show with Sarah and Boyer. Well, this is starting to feel like a Monday. Uh, a Monday? Mm-hmm. You know, Mondays can suck, and I'm just hoping I'm not in trouble here, Sarah, forcing me to tell the story about 
high school and me. The, yeah, you're you. the one who offered this story. I didn't know this happened. You're the one who spewed it out of your mouth. Off the microphone yesterday. Oh, we are talking about that tomorrow. This morning, do you think we should? Yes, we should. <laughs> oh boy. Guess who's on the line? Good morning, honey. Uh-oh. Hi, honey. Oh, I love you. I love you too. Yeah. So Apparently somebody else loves her as well, Clint. <laughs> Christy, did you know that story? No, and I'm actually really glad that I didn't know the story because at that time I was teaching health and part of that is sex ed. Oh! So <laughs> I didn't know that part. How uh, how much education did you impart to these children? <laughs> Hands on. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm more of a physical learner. Can you show me? <laughs> does does that surprise you at all, or have you ever felt any extra attention from your students before, Christy? Um, you know, I think I'm probably naive because I don't look at myself that way. So, no, I, I'm totally shocked. Actually, let me tell you what I think all the time. <laughs> <laughs> And would you? Have, oh and and that's the thing. So if if uh, this were to happen again, you don't want to know. So husbands, keep your dang mouth <laughs> shut. Right? You're gonna make it awkward. Exactly, because I have to look at these kids every day. So and you're yeah, no, I'm glad I didn't know. You're such a good sport about it. I got to tell you, I don't. If I were in the reverse roles here, I don't think my husband would call me on air and, and have fun. I think I want to get spoken to for like a week over this. So you are a good sport, girl. Well, I knew this was going to be the life now that he's back in mornings. We're an open book. Hope it's worth it, honey. I love you very much. <laughs> have a nice day. Bye, Christine. Love you. <laughs> KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. It's time for round one of the Crackpot News. And unfortunately, the news is not always fun. Here's a little bit of sobering news for homeowners. And interest, as interest rates continue to skyrocket, home prices across the country have continued to plummet. And Goldman Sachs says the declines will only worsen and extend through 2023. Goldman Sachs forecasted that four American cities in particular should gear up for a seismic decline compared to that of 2008. The housing crash then... San Jose, California, Austin, Texas, Phoenix, Arizona, and San Diego. Oh, joy. We'll likely see boom and bust declines of more than 25%. Such declines would rival those seen around 15 years ago during the Great Recession when home prices across the United States fell around 27%. The only hope I've got in this instance is... That I think because the banks back then were so loose and basically giving away free money, I don't think, I hope to God, we're not going to see it like we saw it back then. So there is hope. They better have learned from their past mistakes, right? right? If anything came from that, oh my gosh, don't do that again. Hopefully they tightened up. You know I talk about everything on, on the radio, so I'll tell you now. We did lose our home as a result of that crash three you years did. later. Oh yeah. Oh. Built it back up. Now we're in another home. If it happens again, I'm moving to the mountains. <laughs> we'll see. Just not Boyer's Mountain. I don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> well, this is a little bit of surprising news, possibly. During Lisa Marie's Presley's memorial at Graceland on Sunday, her daughter Riley Keough and her husband Ben revealed that they welcomed a daughter that no one seemed to know about. 
Ben alluded to their baby while reading a letter from Riley that uh, she wrote for her mom at the memorial service. When said, thank you for showing me love is the only thing that matters in this life. I hope I can love my daughter the way you love me, the way you love my brothers and sisters. So it still remains unclear when Riley and Ben even welcome their daughter or what her name is. But if this really did happen, then this child would be the first known great-grandchild of Elvis. And it seems like she's got a pretty good foundation from the word she spoke. So Absolutely. And then in other baby news, congratulations to Paris Hilton, who is a mom, you guys. She made the announcement on social media yesterday, a simple picture of her her hand holding a tiny little baby hand. And it was captioned, you are already loved beyond words. It was a total surprise. We don't know the name or the sex yet. Or the father. <laughs> She's married. Or the father. To Carter. Excuse you, Mr. Paris Hilton. <laughs> so we don't know if it was a surrogate or an adoption because she had been vocal in the past that she had fertility issues. So she did struggle with that. Uh, but congrats to her and her husband, Father Carter. Fine, I take um, it back. Congratulations. But I got to say, the only thing I can see when I look at this picture is the baby's cuticles. Okay? I am wondering if this newborn already got its first manicure because <laughs> Boyer, I don't think you know this, but Clint, you've had babies. When babies are born, they have really thick cuticles, their nails are little talons, mm-hmm. and they fold over and they're really odd looking and yeah. you have to wait a little bit till you get in there and cut them because it's really scary right. that you're going to clip them. But look at this. I posted a picture of this, 101kgb.com because I cannot get over it. Of course, did her brand newborn baby already have its first manicure? Because I'm suspect that it did. <laughs> I mean, they're Just, wealthy enough, you know? Uh, you know, you don't think its first vaccination is probably Botox. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong I with love, that. I love baby wrinkles. Those little rubber band wrinkles. <laughs> Leave the baby wrinkles alone. Do you ever look back at your kids? I have to ask this because I thought they were the cutest babies on the planet. Newborns. Every parent does. I think they're handsome men today, 16 and, and 18 years old. But I look back at the very new baby pictures and go the hell was I thinking? They're little aliens. I am very grateful that my kids did not get squeezed out and squish-faced. They were all cut out of me, so they ne- they didn't have a weird cone-shaped head or squishy face. They were all perfect little cherubs. Oh, okay. In my mind, at least. Now, they did have some awkward toddler years, okay? The, si- the heads on these kids yes. are gigantic. Enormous, okay? So there are photos where I'm like, oh man, the hair really needs to grow in there because you look like a weird old man here. But Like a lollipop, <laughs> little stick body and a big old round head. That is an orange on a toothpick. Yes. <laughs> nice pull. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're growing into them, luckily. So that is a wrap on round one of the news. And coming up in the nine o'clock hour, we are going to have your news quiz. And I'll also, for air supply tickets, and I'll also tell you why. Kevin Hart hates us, you guys. Kevin Hart hates us! What? They prefer not to think before speaking. They like being as surprised as everyone else by what comes out of their mouths. Why? Anybody home? The KGB Morning Show with Sarah Boyer, Clint, and Big Rich. From San Diego Sports 760, Big Rich TD and Fletch. That's the show down the hall from the 101.5 KGB. It is Sarah Boyer and Clint. What you got on the menu? Okay, so this sports update, we were just talking about the Lakers, how they lost to the Clippers last night. Well, some big news may be on the horizon for L.A. Uh, Big man Anthony Davis will return to the lineup tonight to face the San Antonio Spurs in Los Angeles. Davis 
Uh, will be on a 20 to 24 minute restriction, easing back from a foot injury that's taken him off the court for about five and a half weeks. Originally speculated to take about eight weeks for the recovery time. So he's beat that and he'll get his first action tonight in Los Angeles. Okay, sticking with hoops, locally we have the San Diego State Aztecs. They got a big in-conference game tonight, taking on Utah State, the Aggies at Viejas Arena. Tip-off tonight at 8 p.m. The Aztecs are currently 15-4 and on the season, looking for a third win in a row tonight if they topple the Aggies. And nothing says romance like a shotgun shoutgun wedding. Uh, the rock and roll shoutgun wedding event is on Valentine's Day. Doors open at 7 p.m. at the Shout House. Submit your love story uh, to 101kgb.com. That's 101kgb.com slash wedding. We're all going to be there. Looking forward to that. I was at hockey yesterday, you guys, last night at practice, and I was talking to a friend, and then someone else came up and discovered, oh, they listen to the show, and they're so excited on this. And he, somehow we got on the topic of gross meals you used to eat when you were totally broke and you had to throw whatever you had together. So he shared one with me, which I'll share with you guys in a minute. But if something tells me, Big Rich, you've once or <laughs> twice in your life thrown together some disgusting crap and tried to make it a meal once. I don't even know if I named this meal, but yeah. Yes, I had a meal that I used to make in college when I was hurting for cash. Like, I was on scholarship, so I got a meal card. But I ran through that in two weeks. Oh, I mean, I, I was like, it was supposed to last a month and then it was out. And so every month I had like to make, make up ground. And my parents, they would put some money in the account. It was usually spent on beer. So what ended up happening was I would make this slop where, you know how you have those boxes of like the easy cheesy mac and cheese? Yeah. yeah. So you throw that into, into the bowl, into the pot, whatever you take. I would rip open a sweet Italian sausage and I would throw that into the pot and then I would just cover it all in ketchup. And so, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Sounds good to me. My thought process was I'm hitting all the things you want on a plate. Like the tomato ketchup's the vegetable. You got the mac and cheese, that's the carb. And then you got the, the sausage. Uh, well, that's the meat. So I'm, you know, protein, carb, veggies. We're good. Did you even graduate college with a food pyramid like that? <laughs> this is Rich the Cooking Guy. This is our new private tradition. This is awesome. <laughs> Diners, drive-ins, and dumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. It was pretty good, though. I want that recipe. <laughs> of course you do. It'll be posted later. You're on with KGB Mornings, Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. And last night when I was at hockey, I was talking to some, some friends and my friend Megan. We were talking about dinners and oh, especially on these hockey nights when we need a quick dinner and we're running out the door. I struggle to throw something together. And she's like, oh, you should try what I grew up, grew up on, trailer park pizza. I was like, what is that? She goes, I legit grew up in a trailer, you know? And she goes, and my mom would make this and that's what we called it. And it wasn't gross at all, actually. We did get into a grosser conversation after that. But um, so essentially it was an English muffin and then you put pizza sauce on it, some cheese and your toppings and boom, toast it and you're out the door fast and you can take it. To, there's your trailer park. Done it. Show. I'm like, that's great. I never thought about that. And then this other guy, Matt, was Oh, what about chicken cheddar nugget parmesan? Oh. And I was like, what? 
And this was one of his go-tos back when he, you know, we call them dorm room dollar meals when you're just broke and kind of throwing whatever together. And his was, he liked to get the Tyson chicken nuggets. He would add hot sauce to our Hunt's sauce to it. Uh, Shredded cheese. Maybe get some pasta that he had in. And then he's like, yeah, chicken cheddar nugget parmesan. Sounds good to me. I know. I I was like, oh, these fancy things. I was so much grosser when I, there was a meal when I was living in Mission Beach. It was me and three other girls broke as heck. And I remember going in the pantry one day and we had nothing except we had ramen. We had ramen noodles, of course, right? Always have that when you're broke. Oh, yeah. And I had some beans. And I had some jalapenos. And Sounds good so far. I was like, all right. So I took the ramen dry and just kept it crunchy. And I kind of crunched it up into a bowl. I added the beans on top of it. And I didn't have cheese. All I had was string cheese. So I cut up chunks of string cheese and put it in and then added some jalapenos. There's nothing wrong with that. It wasn't terrible. I'm going to tell you something. I'm on the ramen tip with you because I was way broke. But I would cook mine. I would boil it two packages because I'm a fatty. Then I would drain the water. I would throw in, if I had it, white rice, probably a week old because it was kind of dry and cakey. Always. But it would loosen it up. And then I would dump half a bottle of ketchup on it. And that was the secret oh recipe. Oh, my Seriously. Gosh, that little bit guys of. Guys, with this ketchup. Oh, so oh. good. Rice, ramen, and ketchup? Yeah, if I had the rice. <laughs> if I had it. And then sometimes I'd sprinkle in cornflakes just for a little bit of texture. But that ketchup was the secret recipe. Oh, yeah. You know, that sounds a little bit uh, elegant, Clint, especially if you're (laughs) dumping in a bottle of ketchup. Now, you're really broke if you're squeezing and wringing out the ketchup packets from the glove box of your car from the jack in the box. That's how you know you're scraping the bottom. I got to tell you, though, it's, you know, I used a fork. I used a knife. And I did feel elegant, Boyer. (laughs) I did. White trash sophistication is what I call that. With a trash bag for a bib. <laughs> what about you, Boyer? What's your less than finest moment? Oh, I was hammered out of my mind at a buddy's house, <laughs> and we were all drunk and couldn't leave. And the only thing I could find was Captain Crunch, which okay. is pretty good. Yeah. No milk, but a bottle of Lowenbrow. What is that? Oh, you put beer. Yeah. You kidding me? It's beer, sir. Yeah. It's sophisticated beer That's from right. the Miller Brewing Company. It has foil around the neck. And umlauts oh. over the A Wasn't that the one brown. that was, let it be low in brown. Tonight, tonight. Yeah. Let it be all the best. Oh, that, that is hideous. Especially yeah. because I would just imagine that all the carbonation of the beer would just sogify that it Captain Crunch great. immediately and just make it beery mush. <laughs> uh, when you're hungry, uh, desperate times, desperate measures. <laughs> <laughs> What listeners are saying about our new morning show. I don't want to hear it. Oh. The KGB Morning Show with Sarah Boyer, Clint, and Big Rich. KGB Morning, Sarah Boyer, and Clint listening to Def Leppard Animal reminded me of a massive concert regret involving them. Oh, no. Yeah. Always wanted to see him live. I was in Sturgis, South Dakota for the big motorcycle rally. My buddy Rudy, some other friends were with me, Mark. And we had partied in town, took the shuttle back. The opening band had already gone off the stage. Def Leppard, Def Leppard was probably about two or three songs in. 
And we were just going for it. We're like, yes, Jeff Leppard, baby, Jeff Leppard, finally. <laughs> yeah. So we go into the arena at the Buffalo Chip Campground, full of mud. It was drizzling. The outhouses, you could tell, had been used all day long. Oh, we stayed for three songs because we couldn't take the smell. It smelled like a sewer. No. We had to. We Literally, we were just... Like it was that bad. Oh no! So I missed my chance. Three you, songs. Oh, yeah. Because seriously, at the stadium tour back in August when they were here with Motley Crue and Poison, they ended the show, and I was like, "Okay, Duff Felbert, this will be cool." But you know, it's a work night. We got to get up early the next day, so I'll just scoot on out of here. But then they hooked me because they were so good. I oh my gosh, I am so sad for you, but I have a similar concert regret story. Uh. Kaboo, a few years ago, the Foo Fighters were here. Yeah. I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. I bawled when Taylor Hawkins died. And I waited all day to slowly make my work, work my way up to the front and plan it so that when the Foo Fighters came out on stage, I was freaking up front and fought my way there all day. And that's what was great about Kaboo, by the way, is that when you're up front, it's like it's a huge stage and they're like feet from you. Right there. Yeah. And... I lost our entire group, except Chip was with me. So, I mean, we ditched everybody just to be up front for Foo Fighters. And Kaboo was a wonderful long, three-day-long weekend festival, and it started early, so that means the drinking started oh early. God. And at this particular year, there was Rita's Water Ice was one of the food vendors there. I remember. They're like slushies. And we had a whole bottle of vodka that we just shared between us in our slushies all day long. And I know better. I know tequila is Sarah's friend. Vodka is not. I know better. But tequila doesn't go as good with the slushies. So It's your designer drink. I am totally done drinking by the time Foo Fighters come on. I am there at the level where Sarah should not be drinking anymore. Tammy Favicki was officially had officially shown up. Foo Fighters are three or four songs in. And I start to feel the tummy rumbling. Oh, no. And as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to get out of here now. This is going to be bad. It was coming up. Okay. Full refund for all that (laughs) was on its way. Refund. And especially when you're a kaboo like that, everyone's packed so up front. And it is a huge crowd. Oh, my gosh. Getting out of there and trying to push past people was a disaster. And it was always coming up, almost coming up. I wasn't going to make it. And at one point, I couldn't even hide it. I was holding my hand over my mouth as I'm coming past people. And then so they started to part like the Red Sea. Let her out. Is it through the fingers at this point? It is about to. I have no grace, no concern at all. I get to the... Thank God they weren't porta-potties there. They actually have nicer mobile ones there. But it's all over and just cherry, whatever, Rita's Water Ice and Vodka just out. And I missed the rest of the <sighs> show. Right up there with Dave and Taylor. I am so pissed. That was the last time I would have ever seen Taylor. Which is horrible. I think yours is worse than mine because mine, I couldn't control. It was so nasty with Def Leppard. I kind of had no choice. You could have drank a little less. I could have. But mm. it, was, it was so fun. And yeah, that was officially the last time I saw Taylor and never again. I blew it! I'm learning Sarah is quite the party girl. (laughs) All the drama. All the suspense. It's KGB Mornings with Sarah, Boyer, and Clint. And it's time to play Beauty versus the Beast. You guys ready? (laughs) Hell yes, Clint. All right. 
We're going to go to a caller here and explain how this is going to work. KGB, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Who's this? This is Bob. Bob. All right. All right. Do you know how this works? Because you have to pick between the beauty and the beast. Who would you like to play for you for these Big Bear lift passes and rentals? I would like to pick the beast. Where's my man? Hello, Bobby! Oh, he deemed him Boyer. Okay, great. Now we know who's who. <laughs> I was wondering that myself. Okay, so then we have Brent as well, right? So that means you're playing for Brent? Okay, Brent. We're doing this. Uh, Boyer, just to be clear before we start the game, what exactly will they win if they win? Bob is going to win a pair of tickets and rentals for Big Bear Mountain Resort. Experience Alpine good times this winter at Big Bear Mountain Resort while enjoying... SoCal's best skiing and snowboarding, family-friendly base area activities, and the ever-popular more. For more information or to save big on your next trip, though Bob won't have to because he's going to win them for free when I beat Sarah, <laughs> book in advance at BigBearMountainResort.com or go to 101KGB.com slash win. Awfully confident, Beast. And you're right, Sarah. We do know who the Beast is now. <laughs> it was up for question. Okay, so basically what we're going to do is there's six questions total with a tiebreaker. Uh, it is going to be Sarah first, then Boyer. We'll alternate and see who comes out on top. In the event of a tiebreaker, it is Buzzer is your name. So we're going to see. It's fast food themed, and the reason why is the fat kid was hungry yesterday when we were uh, coming oh, up fabulous. with this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you never know where inspiration's going to strike. Right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Question one is for Sarah, the beauty. What fast food restaurant boasts that you can have it your way? Have it your way. I know that's... Come on! Have it your way. Have it your way. Is it Burger King? Oh! Pulls it out! (laughs) Barely. I've heard that a thousand times. I wasn't quite sure where it came from. Well, you're not... You know, you're in good shape. You don't eat a lot of fast food, so it's kind of understandable. That's one for Sarah. Boy, are you ready? There is a street in Sarah Mesa called Have It Your Way. So interesting. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, boy. What fast food restaurant introduced a popular advertising campaign in 1997 that featured a talking chihuahua? Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. There it is. All right, one to one. Sarah, uh-huh. in 2005, what burger chain ran ads featuring a scantily clad Paris Hilton rolling around on the hood of a car? Oh, I know my Paris Hilton, and I know that was Carl's Jr. Oh, I figured you might get that one. Okay. Boyer. Yeah. Which fast food chain was behind the infamous Where's the Beef ad campaign in 1984? That was Clara Peller for Wendy's. Wait, Sarah, you look confused, Sarah. That was one of the biggest ad campaigns I've ever seen for I a guess, fast food. I would have guessed Arby's. <laughs> well, <gasps> luckily you didn't get that question. <gasps> Okay, you think they're easy. This is not. Right? Where's the beef? (laughs) I love those. You've heard it, but yeah. Home of the big bun. All right, Sarah, tie game so far. What fast food restaurant aired ads featuring a man who lost 245 pounds eating only their products? Was that the pedophile Jared Vogel? Oh, wow. Uh But what's the restaurant? Yeah, Subway. Yeah, Uh there you go. Uh That was a little uncomfortable, but yeah. Well, hey, they picked him, not me. All right, listen, Boyer, you got to get this one or you're done. How many herbs and spices make up the secret blend used on Colonel Harlan Sanders' fried chicken recipe? It's got 11 herbs and spices. Well, how do you know Oh, my God. You guys are good. Oh, my gosh. Wait, did we just tie? You did tie. 
There's a tiebreaker. Oh, no. I'm not so confident. Bob and Brent, here oh, we go. Okay. For those Big Bear lift passes and those and those uh, rentals. Okay. Is this the name is your buzzer? Sorry, yes, I jumped it is. In. Okay. Name is your buzzer. <gasps> Let me finish the question, though, or the other person gets to go first. Okay. Cat. Who insists that they have better ingredients, better pizza? Ah! Oh! Uh-huh. Were you done with the question? Yeah. <gasps> Papa John! Son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! God damn it! Oh! Yeah. He's a little in. disappointed. Let it sink in and just suck. Congratulations, Brent! You got those tickets to Big Bear. You got the rentals. And sorry, Bobby, the beast did you dirty today. <laughs> Don't break a leg. Congrats, Brent. You're going to Big Bear, my friend. Well, that's phenomenal, Sarah. It's a woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she sure is. <laughs> Big Rich in the house on the 101.5 KGB for your sports report. Yeah, and this is an interesting one, guys. A conspiracy theory out of the NFL. Boyers listening. I got my attention. (laughs) Okay, get your tinfoil hats on. So, uh, Josh Allen, starting quarterback with the Buffalo Bills. He was on Kyle Brandt's podcast recently, and he was asked about the body double conspiracy theory of DeMar Hamlin. Here was that conversation. So, Newsweek... New York Post and other outlets are running stories about a DeMar Hamlin conspiracy theory in which people are suggesting that he was not at the game on Sunday and that it was some sort of body double conspiracy cover up that goes on and on and on into the tinfoil hat territory. Would you like to debunk that conspiracy theory or maybe confirm it? Yeah, that's that's stupid. <laughs> um <laughs> That you said, main like there's mainstream media outlets pushing this. There's mainstream media outlets. There's people with like really legitimate heavy followings who are saying the fix is in. Um, that was not Demar. His face was covered. He had sunglasses. He had a hat. When they went to him on CBS, you couldn't see him. And that there's this next level conspiracy that that was actually not Demar Hamlin at the game. They're saying it. One, that's that's Demar swag. That's what he like. He works wearing that. Um, two, he was in the locker room with us pregame so yes that was damar you know that pregnant pause in the beginning (laughs) said everything you need to sew he's like dumbass oh but this is going on so now buffalo bills safety damar hamlin has actually responded on social media after these rumors swirled as well posting himself next to a mural of him in downtown buffalo saying clone and giving the little heart emoji with his hands to the camera benefit if they would do a body double why would that why would they even do that oh this rabbit hole goes deep so there are people who believe that he died on the field and that the nfl paid off his family and is trying to convince everybody that demar hamlin's alive at least until the end of the season so it doesn't destroy the game of football right so that's how deep this conspiracy now how how far down the rabbit hole are you willing to go (laughs) boyer Uh, you know he was standing next to that 
portrait of himself or the statue or whatever, was he holding a newspaper with a current headline? Uh-oh. That's the thing you got to do. That's proof of life. All right. Well, be sure to enter our rock and roll shotgun wedding event uh, at the Shout House. Join the morning show with myself, Clint, Sarah, Boyer. We're all going to be there Valentine's Day. Doors open at 7 p.m. If your story stands out, you could win a shotgun wedding, a shotgun wedding. Uh, submit your love story now, 101kgb.com slash wedding. All right, earlier today, Rich, we were talking about concert regrets. Uh, Sarah and I both have like two or three of them. I know Boyer's got one, but what about you? Oh, a concert? You mean like going to a big concert and something happens? I'll or give you, you one. missed it, something, anything. Yeah, so I was in eighth grade, and my aunt didn't want to go to a concert she had tickets for. She, she just didn't have the energy. She was a nurse. She worked this crazy long shift. And so she sat down... And she goes, yeah, you know, they're playing at the Garden tonight. And she just slaps these tickets down on the table. She's like, I'm just not going to be able to go. Does anybody know someone who would want to go? And I remember my cousin leapt out of his seat and he goes, you're going to just leave the Who tickets on the table and nobody's going to go? Roger Daltrey, like the whole band. Yeah. And and I mean, I'm a kid. I don't, I mean, I listen to Who growing up. I've never been to a concert growing up. So he jumps up and he's like, I'm going and I'm taking whoever's going with me, but we got to go right now because we're, we're at a restaurant next to a train station. So he grabs the tickets and I said, yeah, I'll go just on a whim. He brings me to the station. I don't know what I ate that night. <gasps> oh no. But I got food poisoning in the worst way. So oh, no. uh, we went to the... See Did the you have hoop. to steal another pair of pants? <laughs> oh, Let's put it this way. It was a teenage wasteland. Oh, no. Yeah. I think he wins. I really think he wins. KGB Mornings, Sarah Boyer and Clint. You know, I just learned something about Marie Osmond. That makes me realize she's one of those celebrities I will just never understand. I didn't grow up with Donnie and Marie. So when I think of Donnie and Marie, they're just, they're likable. They're pleasant people. I don't know any dirt about them that would make you not like them. What, what about, about this? What about this? I'm a little bit of country. I'm, I'm a little, little bit of rock, rock and roll. There we go. Oh, he's the Marie to your Donnie. <laughs> That's right. Sexy. Um, Yeah, no, I, I'm familiar with them, of course, but I didn't grow up loving them, watching them. I don't really care about them other than, oh, they seem nice, like nice it. people, like a great family. I don't know. Yeah. But I just learned that she's leaving her children completely out of her inheritance. No. Her explanation is this. She says, honestly, why would you enable your child to not try to be something to me, the greatest gift you could give your child is a passion to search out who they are inside and to work. I just think all an inheritance does is breed laziness and entitlement. I worked hard and I'm going to spend it all and have fun with my husband. Okay. I got to say this. Uh, I've always looked at her as one of America's sweethearts. I think that is horrible. Here's why. She could choose to give it sort of a routine like, okay, when they're 25, they get this much. When they're 30, they get this much. And then cap it. She can cap it. Mm -hmm. Over the years, make sure they don't just blow it. And maybe they have to reach a certain level of success, something in her mind before she goes. But don't just leave them out of it. That's bad. Alfred Nobel, the guy who invented the Nobel Prize and dynamite, said a large wealth inherited is a way to dull a man's mind. Really? Yeah. He took all his fortune and gave it away what are you thinking about this sarah because i 
I don't know. Are you with Boyer or with me? No, I'm totally with you. I don't understand why celebrities do this. I don't make a... Obviously, I don't make a lot of money, but I still want to be able to buy my kid a car when they turn 16. Not a brand new Mercedes, my goodness, but I still want to provide my child a car when they turn 16 so they can go off, drive themselves to work and start making their means or whatever. Also... When you're a celebrity and you raise your children in that world, in that lifestyle that you have created for them, that w- this is what they're used to. I, I doubt Marie lives in, you know, a condo in East County somewhere. She probably has a nice home or an and island. a wonderful lifestyle that she's raised her kids to enjoy because that's what's awesome. You work so hard. Look at this life you can provide for your family and your kids. Now, you certainly don't need to leave all of it to them, but how I, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to... You couldn't live with the fact that you'd leave them nothing. Leave, die knowing I left them nothing on their own. Okay, crossing your fingers. Hope, hope it all works out for you. Because even the people who work the hardest and have such great work ethics, their paychecks suck a lot of the time. So that doesn't really have anything to do with it. You can be a hard worker and struggle your whole life. The only reason I have life insurance really is for my family, for my kids. Yeah, you won't enjoy it. <laughs> right. So it's like if I had all that money, you can bet, yes, of course I'd want to spend some of it. I'd be one of those jerks that's like, look at me, I'm throwing dollars. <laughs> well, but of course, I would leave you should. Some. Absolutely. Yeah. You should enjoy it. But you should, I just, you know, it all depends on how you're raising your child. And if she has those values, she can certainly instill that and teach them as they're growing up those life lessons of how to properly spend the money. Question for both of you. What's better, that she came out with this before she passes or if her kids found out about it after she died in the will. What's worse for the kids? Oh, worse for the kids would not know, would not know this. If, if your parent died and you thought you were getting all this inheritance and you got nothing, that's way worse. I don't know. That's way worse. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the, Marie telling the kids, you got to get your act together. Might keep them from walking the streets or selling drugs out of their backpack in high schools. Yeah, or, I mean, yeah. yeah. There's your inspiration. Guess what? You're not getting it. You see all this? It's not yours. Yeah, I don't know, though. It would keep you from, you know, being as sad if they died. Just because, like, you know. <laughs> oh, you're not giving it to me? But yeah. you know what? See it, ya. It might keep you from getting killed by your children. <laughs> oh, didn't think about that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just sit on that oxygen hose. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> I'm really glad that Boyer is single. Uh, he's nobody's daddy, thank God. <laughs> what listeners are saying about our new morning show. I'm not listening to any of you. I'm not listening to you. The KGB Morning Show with Sarah Boyer, Clint, and Big Rich. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clint. Now, coming up in uh, the next hour, we're going to actually have a news quiz for some air supply tickets. Air supply. At Harris SoCal on February 10th. Multi-platinum rockers, air supply. Enjoy the trademark sounds of Russell Hitchcock's soaring tenor voice and Graham Russell's simple but majestic compositions, which create a unique sound that is forever known as air supply. I wonder if he would be willing to introduce them on stage at some point. It would sound so good. Oh, that's funny. I just got an email they just canceled. Remember yesterday ah. in the news, actually, I told you guys about the story of Shauna Ray. She is a 22-year-old who looks like an 8-year-old, and she's hanging out with this guy who's 26, so people are calling them out for inappropriate relationship, which right. it's, it's not at all. Um, so we got an email, kgbmornings at 101kgb.com. Dear Great New Show, 
We've seen that Shauna Ray show on TLC. She does look kind of young, but seems to try and live a somewhat normal life. She's 22. We don't think that social media should decide who she dates. But on the other hand, whenever we see a lady with Chris Boyer, we will ask if she's being held against her will or been given <laughs> pot brownies and or riffies. Signed, Concerned Citizens United. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> so we are going to jump into the news coming up next here. Um, we will... Oh. The hands have been moved on the doomsday clock. Oh, what does on. this mean? Are We're we, all going to die. To the end? Yes, I will explain that. There was a fight between two people on an airplane. A fight. It was a little cat fight. Okay. Nothing, nothing major. However, because we talk about so much who gets control of the armrest, the window, and all these little things, and we definitely all feel very one-sided on this. Wait until you hear how one man handled a woman who was touching the window when she should not have. Keep your hands to yourself, mister. Uh-huh. Um, there is a... You guys like beer? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Are you so kidding me? There is a new flavor coming out in time for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if you tell me this sounds delicious... We're going to have to have a talk after the show. Is it Captain Crunch flavored? Because <laughs> I've had that. You beat it's them not too to bad. That. And also, I'll tell you why. If Kevin Hart ever comes to San Diego, you guys, we need to stay the heck away because he hates us. He totally hates us. So I'll tell you all about that in the news up next. I'm so curious. What did you do? Me? KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer, Clint, and Big Rich for the 9 o'clock hour. And we do have some crackpot news. Keep in mind, you're going to want to call 888-570-1015 in the next few minutes to try and win those what again? Air supply. There it is. Yes, we will have a news quiz at the (laughs) end of this news. Uh, This is a wild story. I'm curious, Boyer, if you heard about this. A man was tragically shot and killed. In a bizarre hunting accident when his dog reportedly pulled the trigger while they were driving. Wow. Should have given him part of that steak, man. Oh, wait. This wasn't like some guy in a dog suit, like a furry. This was an actual dog. (laughs) A 32-year-old man was killed on Saturday when his dog stepped on the rifle when it was in the back seat, causing it to discharge in the owner's direction. Cops found the man in the front seat of his car. They started CPR immediately, but it was too late. He was pronounced dead at the scene, and it's unclear if the animal was harmed at all in the process. But just a tragic, wild turn of events here. As sad as that is, and it is sad, what about the dog? You know, is it okay, right? Yeah. Right, I know, we all want to know. I don't want to be insensitive, but what a hysterical way to die. Like, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, I know this, his family's hurting and the dog's probably beside himself right now. Like, oh my God. But at the same token, like if there's a way for me to go out, I mean, legitimately, that may be the way I want to go out. Maybe run out for the Darwin Awards. Oh, it could be. Here's the other Possibly. part. If the family, like, right, if that dog's fine, you would normally think they have a soft heart to adopt the animal. Ooh. Now they're like, you killed Henry. No. 
We can't take you. Yeah. Here's the I'll other thing. Out. We got to look into whether or not that Chihuahua put, took out a life insurance policy on the man because I smell foul play. Yeah, 48 <laughs> hours. 48 hours. Yeah. You want to do gunshot residue. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> we just entered. You swab the paw. Alternate universe. Oh, you're all. I, I'm sorry. Shameful human beings. <laughs> Well, screw it. The world's full of enough evil people. So let's get on with Doomsday, shall we? The world is closer to catastrophe than ever. The Doomsday Clock, which is a metaphorical measure of challenges to humanity, has moved the minute hand to 90 seconds to midnight. Here's the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists making the announcement. The members of the Science and Security Board move the hands of the Doomsday Clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight. Okay, question. Are these people, who's listening to these people? Are they in a closet with like cloaks on? <laughs> Where are they broadcasting this? It sounds Ooh. like it. I know. So I hadn't really heard about this before, but apparently the clock, the doomsday clock is evaluated every January. So this is the full update since Russia invaded Ukraine, which began last February. Wow. How sad it is that their whole existence, their job is to decide when we are all going to die. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they feel like, right? They're right. having a bad moody day. <laughs> you six to midnight off. here. Yeah, just because um, my my wife didn't make my lunch today. Right, yeah. or it's that time of the month or something. We're all going down, you bastards! <laughs> well, just last week, I think it was, we heard from a flight attendant who confirmed that the middle seat guessed both armrests on a plane and that the person who sits next to the window has control of the window. Whether you like it or not, that is what a flight attendant declared. Mm. Now, this is probably something New York real estate agent Eric Goldie wishes the woman behind him knew because Eric was subject to a horrible flight crime. The woman sitting behind him would reach into his row to open up the window shade Uh that he was sitting next to. So he took matter into his own hands. He posted this on TikTok. He would just film. He'd he'd film his little phone at the window, and when her hand started to come to put the the window sill, he smack it. Did he slap it? Did it a couple? That's my window shade, lady. Did it a couple times, and no one was upset with him. All the TikTok users commended him for handling uh, this situation as such. I was on a recent flight. And I watched this lady took her shoes off, which anybody taking their shoes off on a flight, I mean, mm-hmm. automatically the red flags start Guilty. going up. You're like, Guilty. Oh, uh-oh. I Do take off really? my flip-flops, yes. Oh, boy. Yep. Okay, okay you got flip-flops on, you ditch the flip-flops. It makes a little bit more sense. But this lady, like, dispatched of socks. Oh, no. Like, it was a real thing. So, anyways, she, a gentleman was sleeping, hanging over into the aisle, and the flight attendants were having a hard time getting the cart by him. <laughs> She had her feet up on the, the, the back of his seat rest anyways, and then woke him up by tapping him <laughs> on the shoulder with her toes. Oh, hell no. I watched the whole thing go down. I'm just like, too far. Come yeah, on. that is oh, unacceptable. that is a flight crime right there. Oh, that's hideous. No, that I don't, I'm not. No, I don't do that. <laughs> grounds for dismissal. All right, remember, we have the news quiz coming up and more of the Crackpot News in minutes on the KGB. Remember back in the day how great the Ed McMahon Show was? 
Neither does anybody. The KGB Morning Show with Sarah Boyer, Clint, and Big Rich. All right, we want to see those phone lines light up right now at 888-570-1015 as we wrap up the crackpot news because uh, you can win what again, Boyer? Tickets to Air Supply. Sarah gets so turned on by that. Well, you guys are foodies. I know food turns you on. So uh, I'll tell you about this guy who came up with a pasta hack, you could call it, to basically make pasta stir itself while it's being cooked. Because, you know, if you don't stir the pasta, it clumps together. That's horrible. So, you know, and you don't want to stand there for the 11 minutes that it takes to cook your noodles. So this is his hack. You turn the burner up to high, but you only put half the pot on it. So you scooch the pot over so that only half of the pot is over the fire. Right. <sighs> and other, uh, so basically when he does this in the video that he put on talk, TikTok, it makes that side of the pot boil a lot harder than the other side. Ah. So then the pasta Pushes starts, the water around. starts rolling around by the boiling water so you don't have to sit there and stir it. That's oh, brilliant. that is yeah. amazing. So saw, a lot of people are wow. like, you guys, this is great. And then the other half of us are like, God, how lazy can you be? Just stir the damn pasta. No, there's nothing worse than standing there for the entire time when you're trying to either enjoy a glass of wine with your <laughs> wife or your husband or watch a movie. I just like s- sitting down a lot. Like, I really enjoy <laughs> my time seated. And so I'm just thinking like, oh, my goodness. Like, this guy, what a genius. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a scientist. Uh, and I know you guys, since we're still on food, I know you guys are all fans of beer on this show. Mm-hmm. But this next item better never show up at Happy Hour Fridays here in studio. Uh, coming just in time for the Super Bowl, Hormel launched the first ever <clears throat> Hormel Chili Cheese Brew. How do you take your favorite dip and turn it into your favorite sip? Ooh, my man. You brew it into reality by combining cheesy chilliness with hoppy beeriness. Chillification. Introducing Hormel Chili Cheese Brew. It's the beautiful can. Now you can pair your dips and sip. You know, oh. I gotta say though, that's a hell of a commercial. <laughs> that's a good commercial. Sounds gross. I okay, knew, good. I knew a you. guy who used to drink chili out of the can. Like it was he he needed to gain weight for football and he used to pop the top like and just down the hatch. He would drink wow. cold chili out of the can. And so I'm curious what he's done in his second career. Maybe he's moved on to work for the Hormel Chili Cheese Company. Maybe he came up with it. We don't know. That's success. Let me tell you. Yeah. Justin Bieber, uh, Bieber, he is very successful. Did you hear about this? Yes. Huge payday for uh, the Biebs. Justin just sold 100% of his publishing as well as royalties from his master recordings for $200 million. It's wow. said to be the biggest deal for anyone from Justin's generation. Catalogs from newer artists are usually considered riskier investments um, since you can't predict how much staying power they have so here's one for the books and other musicians are saying this was a very smart move on his part kind of made me i mean like really you're selling it all away for 200 million but then again he still has new projects and everything he can do coming up and make profit off of and i realized that there could be future profits but 200 million up front i would think the only reason he would say no at this point in his life he's got a lot left in him in him would be ego and maybe he just let that go you know the ownership of it yeah, that's an amazing amount of money. 
I mean, $200 million. Just, I, I mean, if he conservatively invests that, he's going to be set for life, his kids and his kids' kids. Like, And then, like you said, he can just let go of that music and make more exactly. music. Uh-huh. That's outrageous. And the last album he came out with was so good and fun. So, uh, you know, as a Bieber fan, it well, you know, it still delivers. Why are you making that face? Because I feel guilty. I feel like a girl. You like it. I love Justin <laughs> Bieber. I do. Am I, am I out? I don't know. No, he's come around. He used to be a jackass with a huge ego, but he really, you know, after marrying Haley, got his life back on track. He's much more of a upstanding citizen. Yeah. You're okay. You can like him. It's okay. I'm like baby, baby, baby O. Also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit that as well. I love learning about what celebrities have on their writers when they have an appearance or show. What about you guys? Oh, yeah. You getting any ideas for yours? <laughs> <laughs> Always. We're going to be at the no. shout house. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need a spritzer and no brown M&M's. <laughs> and the, the dressing room needs to be red. <laughs> so let's dive into Kevin Hart's, which okay. is going viral due to one specific stool request. A what? Uh-huh. Go on. You heard me. Like, request that none of them be present in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you should clean this up. Along with a star dressing room with an ensuite bathroom, Hart needs a separate catering room and a private room. All three rooms are to be outfitted with assorted furniture, 55 or larger televisions, and a single glass door refrigerator. As for Kevin's food and beverage requirements, those are spelled out in five separate writer sections. Mr. Hart's drinks, Mr. Hart's alcohol, Mr. Hart's hot food, Mr. Hart's salad bar, Mr. Hart's other foods and snacks. He's a diva. He is. A separate section titled Very Important Notes that promoters are to provide Hart with a Listerine mouthwash, floss sticks, a 20, no, a 0.25 ounce container of Vaseline lip therapy in original flavor. <laughs> Four... That's so the uh, promoters can kiss his ass. <laughs> Four man-scented candles for his dressing room and bathroom. And when it comes to his on-stage seating, the only acceptable stool is a winsome brand 29-inch tall square leg flat top model. The writer even provides an Amazon link in case the vendors need to buy this specific stool. And it says this exact stool is important and substitutions will not be accepted. Please notify immediately if there are any issues. Okay, that's not for him to sit on. It's for him to stand on because he's a short little dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe this is why he doesn't like us. It continues. Uh, this suspect request, unless requested by tour personnel, there shall not be any police officers backstage or in any other areas of the venue. And when he comes to town, we all need to stay the hell away because as one final note in his request says, Media should never be allowed access inside the venue. We do not honor media requests or give out media passes. I only have one thing on my rider, and it's been this way for a year now. Chili cheese beer. It's the only thing. (laughs) Okay, listen. I know you're joking. Really. Yeah. But maybe we need... I'm going to see if I can order that. Are we all willing to try it if I can get it? Oh, let's try it on air. Seriously, we should. Guys, this is not a good idea. I don't know. Maybe it's a great idea. (sighs) We're going to turn you around, Sarah. I don't normally turn down alcohol, so I mean, if it's here, it might happen. Why not? That is a wrap. It is now time for a news quiz for those air supply tickets. 888-570-1015. KGB, good morning. Who is this? This is Jim. Jim, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. You ready for the news quiz? I am. This this is from the 7 o'clock 
crackpot news. Which celebrity just had a baby who I'm suspect that they gave the newborn a manicure already? Paris Hilton. Look at you. Look at the big brain on you, baby. All right. You scored air supply, my man. KGB Mornings with Sarah Boyer and Clinton. Big Rich for the 9 o'clock hour, and it's time for some sports. Yeah, and out of the NFL, Aaron Rodgers' future, always a topic of conversation when his offseason begins, and this offseason, no different. The star quarterback admitted he was unsure of his NFL future after the Packers' season ended week 18. He later emphasized that he'd be open to playing elsewhere if the right opportunity arose, and now Green Bay is reportedly expected to trade Aaron Rodgers' To an AFC team per sources. Locally, the San Diego State Aztecs have a big in-conference game tonight. Taking on the Utah State Aggies at Viejas Arena. Tip-off tonight at 8 p.m. on campus. The Aztecs currently 15-4 on the season. Looking for a third straight win if they beat the Aggies tonight. And nothing says romance like a shotgun wedding. The Rock and Roll <laughs> Shoutgun Wedding Event is on Valentine's Day. Doors open at 7 p.m. at the Shout House. Submit your love story and win at 101kgb.com slash wedding. That's 101kgb.com slash wedding. Looking forward to that. All right, so earlier, Rich, we were talking about Marie Osmond and how she has declared she's leaving her kids out of her inheritance. She's filthy rich. We know that. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's very rich. Right. Yeah. So, you know, she doesn't want them to be losers. She wants them to pay their own way. And I know that Shaq has weighed in on something similar before. Yeah, a few years ago, he commented on a similar thing. And this I saw pop back up probably because Marie was getting attention for this. So someone dug out an old clip of Shaq talking about this. But I got to say, I, I like the way he's handling this better than Marie. I don't agree with Marie at all. Shaq says, my kids are older now. They're kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they don't understand. I tell them all the time, we ain't rich. I'm rich. It's true. He says, (laughs) one day he wants one of his kids to take over his business, but he tells them, I'm not going to hand it to you. You got to earn it. And that's the thing. And I'm curious what your thoughts on this, uh, Rich, are because Clint and I didn't like the way Marie handled this or says this at all. Whatever. It's not our money. She can do whatever the heck she wants with it, but we would do it different. And Boyer actually saw her side of things. And I think it's better the way Shaq's dealing with it. Well, I had to sit down with both my children, seven and four years old, and I spoke to them just like Shaq did. And I mean exactly like Shaq. I was like, hey, y'all, this is Daddy Diesel. I want to talk to you about your inheritance. Y'all ain't rich. Daddy's rich. And well, anyways, I honestly, though, I, I do kind of agree with this thought process, but I think there's a clever way to get around a lot of like the pitfalls of being suddenly wealthy. You can stage it so their trust only allows them certain amounts of money throughout their lives. So like, say, the first, whatever you want to call it, windfall occurs when they graduate college. Like upon having a bachelor degree, here you go, you're going to earn some money. And it's because you're earning it. And then when you successfully get through five years post-grad of uh, your career, here's another windfall. Like you can sort of stage it so a lawyer is handling and sort of holding their hand through that process, which I'm sure there's smart people who can figure that out. I am not that smart, but I would hire somebody to do that. No, you're smart. Because I said the exact same thing earlier. I knew you were a smart and, man. And you know what? And, and I knew you were a smart man. That's right. You're hey, smart. We can smell smart. our own. 
<laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a good idea, though. Yeah, because you'll spoil your kids. You can spoil adult kids, too. And we've all seen that. I mean, there are certain people in society who... They're given some cash and they don't know how to handle themselves. I think you also sometimes run into this where you have one child who seems to have the mindset that they want to earn most of their stuff, if not all. And then the other can fall trapped to wanting everything they can get. Because I have stories from friends of mine who have, you know, a couple boys, a couple girls, and they're each going through this right mm, now. In the yeah. late teen years, like one wants everything you can give them. Yeah. And, and really wants to give not a lot back, where the other one's like, no, 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 I got this. I, I worked over the weekend. I did some yard work. Totally. And that's, how, and that's almost inevitable. That's kind of, you know, human nature. And that's definitely can rear its ugly head in these situations. But at the end of the day, Marie Osmond, who you thought was such this sweet, loving America sweetheart. Man, she is a, I mean, old. is she mommy dearest when it comes to her inheritance? It is, though. You, you, can be, you can be targeted, though. Like, your kid may hire the dog to shoot you in the front seat that's on a hunting right. trip. <laughs> These things happen. We saw KGB mornings. Huh. Not as bad as I thought. As bad as I thought it would be. It's not really as bad as it sounds. Not as bad as I thought. Start your day off right on 101.5 KGB. Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. <laughs> Marriage, that blessed arrangement, that dream within a dream. Skip to the end. Under you, Princess Barquap. Man and wife. Sing man and wife. Man and wife. Hopefully, it'll be a little friendlier than that on Valentine's Day. It's going to be so much fun. The Shoutgun Wedding at the Shout House. This will be on Valentine's Day. Doors open at 7. We're going to hang out for a couple hours. All of us, the entire show, and you could take part in this. Yes, if you want to have an unforgettable, totally random, and a wedding that all your friends will talk about till the end of time, then this is for you. If you send us your story, 101kgb.com slash wedding, you could win your own shotgun wedding at the Shout House on Valentine's Day. Uh, So the Shout House is marrying eight couples that night, and they asked us to help them narrow it down to a few. So we're going to hear your stories. It will narrow it down to eight, and then your friends and family can vote for you and vote your story. The grand prize winning couple is going to get a limo ride, a hotel stay, dinner, drinks at Garage Kitchen and Bar, a table at the Shout House for the Rock and Roll Shotgun Wedding Event, two guests, and a comp tab. So I wonder... Maybe I want to renew my vows with Boyer. That's right. What do you think? <laughs> have, have you lost your damn mind? <laughs> <laughs> she was giving me the look, man. By the way, uh, as the flower boy for this whole affair, uh-huh. this is the costume that I'm going to be wearing, walking down the aisle, spreading my flower petals as I go. What? Are, who do you are? Think you are Cupid? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? That's a onesie with a hood. <laughs> You're a giant. What size are you going to get? Oh, no. It's going to be an ill-fitting onesie. (laughs) I can promise you that. Hey, no moose knuckle, dude. None of that. (laughs) Well, it might be. But also, seven the seven runner-up couples, you are also going to get married at the Shout House as well. We don't have the limo, the hotel stay, and all that fancy stuff for you, but you do get dinner and drinks at garage, table at the Shout House as well with two guests and a comp tab. And you know what? If you just want a fun Valentine's Day night, join us. Just come. We're all bringing our spouses. This is where we're going to celebrate 
What are you looking at right now for? I'm getting excited because I just realized I can finally get my wife. She's doing those massages beforehand. Yes. And you suggested to me off the air, why don't they come after their massages, her and her girlfriends? Yes. That would be so fun to have them there. Exactly. So this is just a good night for all. Yeah, get regardless. them lit. Plus, if you have not, and I know you have not been to the Shout House yet, Clint, it's a dueling piano bar, and it is seriously one of the most... Um, Oh, what's it called? What, uh, contagious. Contagious happiness uh, feelings ever. It's just a really good time, you guys. I cannot tell you enough how much I love this place. I think you mentioned, too, that it's it's more than just a bar. It's more than just a place downtown. It's it's a destination. Like, literally, it's the reason you would go downtown is exactly. just for that. Yeah, exactly. This is your night out. You get dinner there. You have your drinks there. And you have your entertainment there. I'm gonna be so much fun. A very drunk Cupid on that yes! night. I got. I have a bow and arrow. I purchased. I got heart shaped glasses. Oh yeah. I need ideas, Sarah. Look at this guy over I here. If I'm a flower girl too. Oh, don't worry. We got you covered, oh, my friend. I'll get you hooked up. I got the link. You know what? I want it. I do because I can't go normal now. No, absolutely not. All right. And boy, we're dressing you for the occasion. Don't you worry. All right, as the uh, you know, I've always said I could do a good wedding for about a hundred bucks. You put a, a bride in a nice shirt. Oh my god! You get some <laughs> rental flowers because who needs the real ones? Sure, ladies, if you're listening and you have a man that sounds anything like Boyer, take matters into your own hands and enter to win your shotgun wedding now, or <laughs> rethink it. I don't know either we'll, way. We'll have sombrero cater it. It'll be delicious. <laughs> You'll have a wedding taco bar. He truly is a romantic. Thank you. No, I see it. I really do. <laughs> All right. It is KGB Mornings with Boyer. Well, hold on. Back that up. Sarah, Boyer, Clint, and Big Rich. Sarah, don't you get mad at me for that now. You have a bow and arrow now, Rich. <laughs> We've got your keyword for 1000 bucks coming up after 10 and all the way through 6 o'clock. Bunch of more chances. 101kgb.com slash wedding to enter, though. For the shotgun wedding, and if you have ever served this country, past, present, men, women, every branch, we love you, we appreciate you, thank you, and God bless you and your families for your tremendous sacrifice. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.